All right, good to see you all tonight. Let's turn our Bibles to Psalm 118, and we're just going to look at one verse this evening. And uh, I think I saw, I saw Adam. Where's Emily? She's just... Well, congratulations to Adam and Emily. They got engaged on Saturday night. And it's, yeah, round of applause. Well done. And uh, pray for them as they take the... Take the plunge, as they say. So, but uh, it's good to see you tonight, and uh, excited about our church anniversary on on Sunday. Hope you've been praying. Hope you've been b- busy inviting uh, your friends and loved ones to come along and uh, be part of that. And again, if uh, if you're here tonight, you're not not normally with us on a Sunday. Please come along and be part of that. Looking forward to celebrating 45 years as a church. And just uh, reflecting on the goodness of God and, and all that he's, he's done and, and just a great opportunity to invite people to come along. And, and I read somewhere, I don't know how true this statistic is, but uh, people are 80, 80% more likely to come along when it's, there's an event at church. So if uh, you've been meaning to invite friends and you've wanted a reason, this is a great reason. It's always a good reason to invite people to church, but... It's an extra reason, and, and it'll be a great day. We're going to have a, a lunch together. And then in the evening, if you haven't done so, please register, RSVP, um, go on the website, and just uh, just make sure you're registered for our Heritage Night. We're going to have a family dinner is how I like to see it. And so if you haven't done that, please go onto our website and, and just quickly do that. I think there's a, there's a code somewhere you can scan and brings you straight to the registration but um, it'll be a great night. We'll, we'll have some, some testimonies on video and, and different things that evening. And then also just, again, just another time of, of reflecting on all of what God has done uh, for us as a church. And then just a, a, we'll have a, a, tr- a short challenge that evening in the Word of God as well, Lord willing. And just have a great night together, a great meal together. So if you haven't done that, please do that um, before the, the weekend. But Psalm 118... Uh, verse 5, and um, you know, sometimes, sometimes in, in dealing with people and you, you sort of start to listen to a bit of the commentary around the Christian life, uh, there's an attitude at times that can, can, uh, can be evident when, when people are trying to describe the Christian life like it's very narrow. You know, like you're limited somehow in the Christian life. You ever spoken to someone about the gospel and they start to sort of read out to you and, and reason with you that if they become a Christian, that means they have to give up this up and give that up and give this up and give that up. And there's an attitude that somehow the Christian life is a smaller life, that, that somehow within uh, within the, the con, the, within the, 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 the things of the Christian life, life is less. And unfortunately, sometimes I think as Christians, we can think that way. You know, sometimes I, I talk to Christians and they, I ask them how they're, they're doing in their walk with the Lord. And they seem to think that, well, the, my life's so restricted. There's so many rules I have to follow. I mean, I have to give up a Sunday. You know, everyone else gets seven days. I get six days. And there's this attitude sometimes even within those who claim the name of Christ that somehow we've got the, the shorter end of the, 
the deal. And, and that's unfortunate. And I think, you know, there's, there's parts of it that it's true. The, the Bible tells us that narrow is the way. We understand that when we think about what the Bible claims, it is, it, it's, it's an exclusive way, isn't it, to get to, get to heaven. It's through Jesus alone. But once you're, you're, you've accepted Christ, you start to begin to understand that there's just so much more in life with Christ. And that's the right attitude. And, and you know, when that most counts, I think, and that way, that, when that makes the most sense is when we go through a bit of trial and a bit of testing. And, and here David, in Psalm 118 and Psalm 118 is probably the most quoted psalm in the New Testament. There's, there's uh, different references to, uh, to this particular psalm. But in verse 5, notice what the Bible tells us. I called upon the Lord in distress. The Lord answered me and set me in a large place. And what David was actually describing, and David in... in the realization of his distress, he recognized actually that God had set him in a large place. And that, that idea of a large place means wide, open, free, stable, established. And we recognize that in other parts of the scriptures, we know that God plucked us out of the miry clay and put our feet on the rock. There's great stability in the Christian life. But the reality is when we face sometimes trouble and we face different things that make us feel like we're in a small place, that's the time when God reminds us that we're in a large place, that He set us in a large place. And that word there that the Bible uses, I called upon the Lord in distress, that word simply means to be to feel constricted. You, you ever felt trapped in your life a little bit? You ever felt like things are, are pressing in and you're, you're feeling enclosed? And I was uh, watching uh, something the other day, and you know, uh, there's are those who are claustrophobic. And there was this particular person who dove, and and they were they they dove down, and initially it was uh, it was all these this open blue water, and then suddenly they were in this little tunnel, and it got tighter and tighter and tighter. And out about you, I was, as I was watching that. My, I started to like not breathe, you know, feeling the, 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 the smallness of that. And sometimes in life, when, when things are surrounding us that make us feel like things are closing in, that's when we need to be reminded that actually when it comes to the Christian life, we're in a larger place. That, 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 that's the time when we need reminding, and, and this is how the Lord answered that, that call for distress. And by the way, aren't you glad that when life is closing in, you can call on the Lord? Aren't you glad for that? Aren't you glad that when things around seem to be constricting and things are pressing down on us, that we can actually call on the Lord? And David says, I called upon the Lord in distress. And then the, the amazing part of it is the Lord answered him. And, you know, the, the, the great truth of that is, is we do have the Lord available to call in our times where we're distressed. But not only does He hear, He answers. And I don't know if you heard that before. I know you have. But that's a reality. And sometimes we pray a bit closed-minded 
and a bit faithless and a bit in a sense of desperation. And, and I'm not saying that we ought not to, in those times of desperation, call upon the Lord. But let's also remind ourselves that the Lord can answer. And that the Lord answered me, but notice he says, and set me in a large place. And from the, that, that mindset of distress and maybe even the reality of distress, that constricted place, the Lord answered him and set him in a large place. And I want to tell you that sometimes we can forget and we can be a, a little bit misunderstanding of where we're at when it comes to the Christian life. Sure, we can focus on those things that we sometimes overly emphasize and we think about all of the thou shalt nots that we have in the Word of God. But actually, when you think about it, God has put us in a larger place. You understand that even from the perspective of the life that we live, we, we as Christians, as compared to those who are lost, you know, we've experienced two lives, not just the one life. You know, those who are lost, that's all they know. You, you ever read some of these who are, you know, well, well-renowned as far as their, their ideas about the, the atheism and so forth, and they have such, a, such, uh, such broad brushes as far as their description of the Christian life. Like they're, they're trying to understand from the outside looking in and they're really what they're doing is they're guessing and they're generalizing. You know why? Because when you read that as a Christian, it doesn't make sense. Because you've experienced what it is to be lost. And you've also experienced, if you say, what it is to be not lost, to be found. But those who are lost, they're smaller in their mindset because that's all they know. That's all they can hope to know. That, that's all they understand is this life in, in their lost state. And all they can see, especially in their times of distress, all they can see is what they can see. But actually, we are, as Christians, we can see it from, from the perspective of now we were lost, but now we're found. Now we're saved. It used to be that. And I remember, and, and, uh, and you know, there's, there's some of us who would do well to remember what our life was or would have been like without Christ and that how, how small that was, how, how little our life was, that it was to be lived for this time and lived for this earth and lived for the same goals and ambitions. And yet we, we know that after salvation, how our lives opened up to the realities of all that God has for us. And now we have a perspective that we never had before. We're in a larger place. We're in a place that we've got the, another perspective, the right perspective of life. And I don't know about you, but two is bigger than one, isn't it? And many times we think that, oh, if, if, you know, the burden of the Christian life and all of those things now that we can't listen. There were much, much more important things that we weren't and didn't have without Christ. And, and now we are in, set in a larger place. You understand that all the lost man has is sight. They, all they do and all that they can discern is everything by sight. 
the decisions that they make is all based on sight, what they see in front of them. That's why it's so easy to manipulate the lost world with the fear-mongering that is in the media. That's why it's so easy to manipulate the lost world when it comes to the, the things that are uh, being presented and it's easy to get them to think a certain way because that's all they see. But listen, the Bible tells us that we don't only walk by, are to walk by sight, we are to walk by what? Faith. It's another perspective. It's a broader perspective. It's a perspective that we can glean from hearing the Word of God. And now, previous to that, we, all we had was sight. Previous to that, all we had was the, the things that are in front of us and, and, and not understand the invisible world around and the things of faith that we understand now. And, and the, the, included in that is just the, thing, the truth of the Word of God. You know, these things aren't to be discerned by the natural mind. And whilst they can look at it from an academic point of view, they have no understanding and yet, what do we have? We have all 66 books of the Word of God. And we have the wisdom from the Word of God to, 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 to glean from. And you know what we have? We have, we're in a larger place. You know, it used to be that all we could, we could hope to glean was the knowledge of man. And you could read all of the books that were ever written by man. And you could, uh, you could pass through every single statement and every single lesson and every single experience but all that ever will be is just the mind of man. And the mind of man, it's, it's, it's an amazing thing, but it's limited. It's still carnal. It's still fleshly. It's still limited in its understanding. It's still, when compared to God's wisdom, foolishness. But then we have the, the mind of God, which is the Word of God. And don't you agree tonight? We're in a larger place. We see life, not just from the perspective of under the sun, but we see life from the perspective of one viewing it from above and viewing it from, his, from, from the, the very one who, who created us, the very one who made us, the very one who knows every facet of this wondrous world that we live in. And he has all of the understanding. He recorded us for us in this volume called the Word of God. And we have it right in front of us. We're in a larger place. And you know, for those who are lost, when they call out in distress, they're just in this place. You know what we have? We're, we're beyond this world. You understand, we're not, just, we're not citizens of this earth. We're citizens of heaven. You know that, that, that we don't actually belong to this world. We're just sojourning and one day, will be in our rightful place in heaven with God. That's the place of the Christian. That's the perspective. That's the citizenry that we belong to. And, you know, sometimes we get so bogged down in the things of this life and the things of this earth, and we forget that actually we, we belong to a larger place. It's called heaven. In fact, it's the dwelling place of God. In fact, one day that all of our, all of our tears and all, all of our sorrows all, all of that will pass and will be done away and all of the troubles that we, we, we fretted over, we worried and we were concerned with will be all done, will be all solved and there'll be no more. And that's the place where we belong. We're in a larger place.
And I had to, I think just, just in the moments there, we were, we were praying and, and we were just sharing some burdens. The deacons and I were just praying in my office. And we were just sharing some burdens and the Lord brought that, just that reminder that, that actually when we call out in distress, when we're feeling like things are closing in, the Lord's answer is this, I'm going to set you in a larger place. Hey, listen, there's, there's, the, the, the Christian life is in a smaller place. The Christian life is a larger place. It's a place where, where you see what it was, but you see what it is now. You were lost, now you're found. It's a place where you don't, just have, you don't have just sight, you have faith. It's a place that's larger because we don't belong here, we belong beyond. We have heaven. And the things, you know, the things of, the things of this life, it'll make sense. The, the things of this life, it'll... It'll pale into just such an insignificance. The, 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 the weight of the things of now compared to the weight of glory is just but a light thing. Hey, listen, I want to remind you tonight, you're in a larger place. You know, as Christians, we, can, we have, the, we have the, the wisdom of God. As Christians, we don't just have the things of this life. Actually, we have the things of eternity. And, and let's not get, in, get into the mindset that sometimes some others do, that, that somehow we're just, we're just going to go through life and, and allow the, the things of this life to cave in. Actually, when we call to the Lord in our distress, He's going to answer us, and He'll set our feet in a larger place. And, and you know, as we think about that, we, we ought to view life in a different way. You know, as we, we go about and we see the, the troubles of life, sometimes even the things of life that we desire from the Lord, the right things, I think sometimes we, 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 we tend to have too much of a small mindset about God. You know, I was reminded this week, I was just studying through the life of Abram and Sarah, and there's that quote, is anything too hard for God? No. It's a rhetorical question. The answer is implied. And the reality is, when, when we're with God, He sets us in a larger place. You know, God's bigger than, bigger than we know. You know, God's bigger than our troubles and bigger than this flesh and bigger than the, the things that we doubt. And we're in a larger place. And I just wanted to remind you of that this evening as we, and perhaps even just remind myself of that as, as we go through the challenges of life. He set us in a larger place. All right? Uh, Andrew, thanks.